News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Coalition leaders met the Minister for Finance, Pascal Donoghue, and the Minister for Public Expenditure, Michael McGrath, last night in advance of decisions on budgetary strategy, the public sector pay talks, and of course the government response to cost of living increases. Uh, the Cabinet will meet to discuss these issues today. Uh, we're joined by the Labour leader, Ivana Bacic, and by Cliff Taylor, columnist with the Irish Times. Uh, Cliff, to you first. Um, what are the options for, for the government, in ter- um, particularly in relation to tackling uh, the cost of, li- of living crisis? How much room for manoeuvre do they have, do you think? They're going to have some room for manoeuvre, Shane, and uh, we, we don't know how much yet. There's going to be uh, what's called a summer economic statement published in a few weeks' time. And I think there's going to be a lot of discussions and manoeuvres in advance of that. That really is the document that's going to tell us how much room the government has. And I think it's going to be slightly different this year because as well as the normal budgetary calculation of how much room for manoeuvre there is for next year, which is what's normally dealt with in the budget, clearly the government is rooting around in the cupboard and seeing how much extra it can afford to put in the pot for this year, for, for the rest of this year, so measures can be introduced earlier given the scale of the, of the cost of living crisis. Uh, so obviously we're, we're in an unprecedented situation. It, it has some leeway, but I think what we saw from the National Economic Dialogue yesterday in Dublin Castle was that there's a lot of leeway there, but it's not going to be half enough uh, to meet all the demands that, that are coming from the, the social partners, um, the opposition, uh, social justice campaigners, environmental campaigners. There's a huge shopping list there, and the political difficulty is that only a small part of it is going to be able to be addressed, I think. So a huge shopping list. Where should the government be focusing, do you think? Well, I think... Um, a good guide to this is the ESRI report on fuel poverty that was published a few weeks ago. And there was a lot of focus at the time on the, the top line figure in that report, which was that nearly one in three people uh, may now be in the, in the state may now be defined as suffering from some kind of, of fuel poverty. But also in that document, there was a very forensic look at what measures could be taken to target the people that are being hit uh, and to target them directly. A couple of measures were, were, were highlighted. One was more on, on fuel allowances. Now, the government has already given a couple of once-off payments on that and in, increased the rate. It's due to come back in again at the end of September. There's clearly the way there to do more to help the, the poorest people, the, the least well-off people who, who are most affected. The second thing, obviously, is general welfare rate increases. Uh, and I think we're... we're there were clear hints yesterday from Leo Varadkar that, uh, that more is coming there and it's going to have to be hugely more generous than last year's budget. But there's still going to be a gap there. We have social justice campaigners looking for a €20 Euro per, week, per week increase and, and the government uh, last year having, having, having offered €5. Euro. So I think there's going to be a, a lot of comings and going there. And there are clearly things in the tax system that can be done and the PSRI, PRSI system that can be done as well to tackle the lower income earners, people who are in work uh, but on relatively low incomes and are really feeling the squeeze at the moment. So I think the real issue for the budget is how much goes into those kind of key targeted areas aimed at relatively small groups of people and how much then goes into uh, more general measures, as you might, as you might say, uh, general welfare increases and general tax cuts, which were again hinted at yesterday, uh, notably by uh, by Leo Varadkar, the Taunister. OK, Cliff Taylor, columnist with the Irish Times, thank you indeed for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Let's bring in the Labour leader, Ivana Bacic. Now, uh, Ivana, what would you like to see from the government? 
Well, good morning, Shane. And first of all, I think what's been most unhelpful from government is the kite flying and uncertainty that's been generated by the different messages, the mixed messaging coming out of government as to whether or not there will be any package of measures this summer. Uh, and I think the latest indications, it seems, although of course the Cabinet have yet to meet this morning, the latest indications are that there won't be yeah, any Yeah, they're me- pretty clear about that. They're saying the, the, the Taoiseach well, was pretty clear saying it would be the budget that would deal with these issues. There were different messages coming from government members last week. And I think that's really unhelpful because what all of us are hearing, every day I hear it from my own constituents in Dublin Bay South, what all of us hear is the huge fear and concern that so many individuals and households and families are facing as we approach the autumn again, as we approach the back to school costs in August that yeah. so many households are facing. Okay. So what we in Labour have called for is an immediate set of measures to be taken. And we say the government could do a couple of very targeted things now to support those on the lowest of pay. First, to give an immediate emergency increase in the minimum wage of one euro per hour to bring it up to 11.50 per hour as an immediate measure that would really help some of the lowest paid, those working poor that Cliff Taylor has just referred to. And secondly, we're calling for a summer social welfare bonus, a one-off payment uh, uh, to assist those who are on fixed incomes, who are relying on on, uh, welfare and that again would help them through as the bills are mounting this summer. But we also believe government needs now to send out a very important signal that they will return to the public sector pay talks, that they will resume those talks because I think it was a matter of real concern to all of us that they collapsed last week and that there's currently no no clear indication as to whether they'll resume because we do need to see those on low pay in public and private sector Mm. supported now. What I'm hearing is people who are in decent jobs, who are earning okay money until recently, are now finding that their incomes are no longer enough to meet the rising costs they see. And I suppose, Shane, a key thing also, a key final thing the government does need to do, and I think there are signals they will do something on this, is to address what we call the social wage, the high cost of childcare in particular in Ireland, but also of healthcare, the high costs that are subsidised in other European countries where the state takes a bigger role in investing in early years education and care. So families with one or two children in childcare are facing a second mortgage essentially, a second set of uh, rent payments every month and again are now struggling even families where you have decent, what were decent incomes until we saw inflation rising at this steep level Okay just finally and briefly Amanda I mean is there a danger if you you know increase the minimum wage by a euro an hour if you have a, a summer social welfare bonus um, is there a danger you, you make the Irish economy more uncompetitive and you end up chasing inflation well, I think this is a sort of bogeyman that's put and put out there. But actually, if we look at the ESRI report and all the objective indicators, they're saying that targeted measures can be taken without causing any sort of spiral in inflation. And that what we need to do is support... Increasing the minimum wage by a euro an hour, isn't that targeted now? It's targeted. I mean, there's students, there's students on that who are living well, at home and so on. It's it's targeted at those who are on that low level of pay. Let's yeah. let's face it. I mean, again, you know, everyone is conscious that there are staff shortages. That lots of people, particularly in hospitality sector, are finding it really difficult to recruit staff. So wages are rising yeah. anyway. I'm just so thinking, like my my son would get that. He he he's not in, he's not struggling because of inflation. Well, there are many who are on minimum wage and who are struggling because of inflation. No, I, I accept that. I accept that. that. But, but if we're talking about targeted, that's not the most targeted way of doing it, is it? Well, it's targeted to those who are on the lowest pay. And, you know, your son may be very fortunate, but there are plenty of people working, particularly in that sort of hospitality, indeed in home care, Shane. I mean, I, you know, I'm very conscious that there's huge skills, a huge recruitment shortage in the home care and childcare sectors. And people there, many workers there, earning on earning minimum wage. And many employers now already uh, raise 
raising pay levels because they're conscious they need to do that to recruit staff. Effectively, what we in Labour are saying is that Ireland needs a pay rise. We need to see people being able to have, uh, particularly people on the lowest pay and the lowest level of incomes, we need to see their take-home pay increase to meet the rising cost okay, of living. Right. Rising energy costs, rising rent costs and rising childcare we costs. We do have to and leave it there, Ivana. Uh, Labour leader Ivana Bacic, thank you indeed for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.